You're listening to the Above Target Sales Podcast, delivering insights into the sales process hosted by Stephen Croft. Hello and welcome to episode nine of the Above Target Sales Podcast. My name is Stephen Croft and I'm your host. I'm a sales professional with over 10 years experience working in sales. Today, Russ McCumber is back and we're talking book recommendations. Russ is the GM and Strategy Director at Impressive Digital. He's been working in sales for over 15 years and he's read about 60 books about sales. He is my go-to guy when I need a book recommendation about anything to do with working in sales. Russ McCumber, welcome back to the podcast. How are you going? Hey, good, Steve. How are you? Really good, thanks. Hey, on on today's episode, I really wanted to talk about book recommendations because there was one you gave me many, many years ago when I first started Outbound and it was by Jeb Blount and it's uh, Fanatical Prospecting. And for me, that book changed everything. Can you tell us a little bit about that book? Yeah, that's like, um, that's like, I reckon that's like the Outbound Bible. Like if you're, you really want to get your people, I mean, it's in the name, Fanatical Prospecting. Because the thing about prospecting, like, like the definition of prospecting being the grind that you do to try to find leads and hustle up uh, cold outbound contacts to call and to email. So it's, it's, you know, having a particular ideal sort of customer profile, knowing what that is, and then going out and trying to find people who fit that, fit that profile. And then it's not only finding them, obviously, but it's, it's those first calls. It's the, the first calls, the first touch points is to trying to open up those, uh, those conversations. And Jeb Blount, he's a master. So um, I shared that book with yourself and um, interestingly, like I shared it with, with a bunch of the guys in the, in the sales team, it was an outbound sales team. Um, only a couple of them really took it on. You, 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 you sort of took it with both hands and went, Oh, this is, this is the bomb. Like this is, this is the way. Hmm. And um, yeah, there was just some concepts in there just around, you know, it's pretty old school, <clears throat> like, but it's sometimes the old school stuff is just, you know, it just doesn't really change too much. Like just, blocking out call blocks where you don't take meetings, you don't have, um, you know, other calls in there. You don't do anything other than prospecting blocks. Because the thing is like people, no one really enjoys prospecting, (laughs) you know, like the cold (laughs) call part of your job is not your favorite part, (laughs) but you get good at it, you know, with practice (laughs) and you can make it, you know, less painful, but it's, it's so important because it's the top of your pipe. It's the top of your funnel. So, well, that's clearly what Jeb's trying to do in this book. He's trying to make it less painful. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that, that for me, like you said, it was like a Bible. It, I, I just took it with both hands and just read it. I think I read it twice um, yeah. because I was kind of lost because I'd worked in sales, but I'd worked in retail travel sales. So that was very different. Yep. I'd never worked on outbound phone calls. I was, yep. I was good at selling on the phone, but just when you're calling someone and you're like, oh, what do I say? How do I get them to listen to me? Um, so his, uh, his like telephone prospecting framework was just fantastic. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, and, cer- and certainly works really well for, you know, if your job is appointment setting, then that's, that's the book. Like that's literally about opening up those first conversations. Mm. Um, if, your job is, if your job is outbound and your full sales cycle and you're creating your own opportunities, then mm. there's a, that's a pretty good place to start. But there's, you know me, like I'm a massive sales nerd. I've read, I don't know how many books on sales, 50, 60, 70, I don't know, heaps. <laughs> so it's... Um, mm. But that, that was definitely one of the foundational ones for me. Cool, cool. So I definitely recommend that book to anyone who's starting out in Outbound um, or is just in Outbound and is a little bit lost. Yep. Um, they should, that's, that's where they should start. And he's written some, written some other fantastic books as well. He's actually, there's a chapter in that book about objections. 
And yep. then he he took that chapter and he actually wrote an entire book about it. Um, That's cool. That I've read, which yeah. is awesome. And uh, his his most recent book is Virtual Selling, um, which yep. I'm I'm getting through. Too. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah. through it right now, which is um which is just fantastic. So, you mentioned you've read and probably listened to a lot of books as well. Um, audio yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. It's mainly listened to these days. Yeah, it's just I just find it so much easier to to um. I, mm. My brain actually connects with it a lot better, mm. audio, like via audio. So like yep. I'll find like if I'm if I'm reading a book, mm. I, I'm, I can I can go through a few pages and I don't actually take it in, and then mm. I'll I'll read something and I'll tune back in and I'll be like, what what's that? And I'll have <laughs> to go back and reread pages and it just takes me forever. It's just not, I don't yeah. know why. It just it just doesn't. But with with audio, I just found because podcasts stuff from podcasts always stuck in my head. So then I started with books, and it just connects in my brain a lot quicker and a lot yep. easier. Yep. So I can smash through like a really good audio book in a day sort yep. of thing. So, which I could never do with a, a, a physical book. Yeah. Well, you're just one of those people that, that think, reminds me of your, um, back to your days when you were, you know, music production or being a DJ. Yeah. That's, that's that yep. audio thing. It's the listening. Yeah. That's, that's so true. Yeah. That's, what you, that's, that's how you, I don't know, learn. That's how I learn. That's how I process. That's such a good point. I never even connected yeah. those dots yeah. before myself. I just thought, I just thought uh, now actually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love reading books and I like, reading nonfiction and fiction books as well. But often I find yep. that when I'm reading a book, it, it depends on the time of day or, or, or what my mood is, but I, I, I can sometimes just get tired and fall asleep. Um, yep. So, if, I mean, reading books in the morning is probably a great idea. Um, but uh, yep. I like reading Jeb's books because I can, I can flick back and I can, you know, book your pages and, and go back and, and have a read of reread certain things, you know, like I can just quickly flick to it. Um, yep. so that kind of stuff. That's what I love about Jeb's books. Cause it's just a playbook. A lot of, a lot yep. of the stuff in there. It's just, just fantastic. So, so yeah. you're the, you're the book man. You're the sales book man. What yep. else have you got for me? Tell me maybe what your number one book is. Ooh, number one. That's so big. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot. I can tell you my favorite book this year. It might be number one, but okay. like, cause even this year, like I've read a book earlier this year, um, by Anthony Iorano. I think that's how you say his surname. Um, called eat their lunch, which was amazing. Um, about how to actually steal market share from your competitors um, or earn market share is probably a better way um, to put it. Um, yep. Outside of that, uh, there was the negotiating book, Never Split the Difference, which yep. um, by Chris, oh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Voss. Chris Voss. Um, that was an amazing book. That guy's like an ex-FBI hostage negotiator talking oh. about how to, and I've taken my, my reps through that that training in terms of objection handling and, and negotiation that's amazing but um yeah the one that stuck with me most this year is so there's this guy out of the states i first i found him on linkedin his name's todd caponi c-a-p-o-n-i got, got to look him up anyone who's into sales should look him up because he's actually a sales historian oh so okay. he's always oh, he's a sales like gun as well and he's he's managed teams and he's been vp of sales and um he's been a founder and all sorts of things mm. um but he's like full sales and science and psychology nerd Hmm. and he shares his content on his LinkedIn profile, which like is just like from, you know, the 1800s and 1900s and about like just literature and guides and instructional books from back then for salespeople. Hmm. And it's so interesting because so much of it's the same, so much of it's stuff changes, but the fundamentals remain so similar. Hmm. But um, yeah, I kind of got into his content and I saw he had a book called The Transparency Sales. So I loved his content. I thought, well, I'm probably going to like the book. I like the name of it. Mm. Um, 
and then downloaded it. And it was just like a light bulb moment because a lot of it rung true with me already. It was kind of how I was selling. But it's made me even more conscious of it and made me try to be even more transparent. So the basic premise is this. You know, like say you write a review. Hey, let's say people are writing reviews for this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, you want everyone to write your five-star review because no yep. one likes you know, seeing a four-star or three. I mean, if you're the actual founder of the business or if it's your business, it's hard to see anything less than five mm. as something other than like a slap in the face. But like the thing is when someone's looking through myself, if I'm looking through like Pocket Cast or Apple, Apple Podcasts or whatever, mm. and I'm trying to find cool podcasts to listen to. If I see one that's like all five stars, and there's like a hundred five stars, mm. my mind straight away goes, they've gamed it. They've either paid for reviews, they've got all their family and their friends on it. I don't believe it. <laughs> yep. If it gets any, if it's too low, obviously I don't want to see it either. But there's a sweet spot, right? That Todd has um, said that it's basically like a, there's like a psychological um, cue that if it's between 4.2 and 4.5 stars, hmm. right? So it's not perfect, but it's not rubbish. There's going to be some one and two and three stars in there because you can't be everything for everyone. Sometimes hmm. people just want to troll or they just don't dig it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you sit in that 4.2 to 4.5 star range, then that's the trust zone. So when I'm scrolling through, and this is anything from restaurants to podcasts to um, digital agencies to educational products, tech products, whatever. When you see that 4.2 to 4.5, you're more likely to stop, Mm. have a look, consider it, and then buy. So what he says, and what is just like, it's been a game changer for me mindset-wise, is everyone's trying to pitch their business, right? When they're in the sales process, as five out of five stars. (laughs) Yep. Everyone's trying to tell you it's absolutely perfect. It does everything you'll ever want it to do. It's amazing. It's the exact product service. This widget I have is everything you've ever dreamed of and more. There's nothing wrong with it. Here you go. Five out of five stars. Look, everyone says it's five out of five stars. Buy this product. Mm. What he says is you, you sound smarmy. You sound like fake. You sound inauthentic. Yeah. So yeah. what can you do to make your pitch a 4.2 to a 4.5. Mm, okay. Yeah. And the way you do that is just through transparency. Honesty. Like this product that I sell, let's like, let's just talk about this podcast. It's the easiest way to do it. Right. So if I'm going to pitch this to someone, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's called above target sales. It's amazing. You don't even need to be in the sales. It's just great. There's great interviews. You know, you just, in, you'll enjoy the conversations. That's probably not true. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. someone who's not into sales mm. is probably not going to enjoy this podcast. Absolutely. Someone who is someone who is like, just trying to think, like someone who is uh, potentially, I reckon most people into sales would enjoy this podcast. So, but I, I think that the the openness to transparency would be, look, if you were, um, let's say you were a, a sales leader um, today and you're, um, you know, you're trying to find content for your for your staff, who are, you know, learning the ropes and they want to get some of that sort of um, the lower level, the easy win type and easy to, to consume type um, sales content with process and structure, then this is probably a great podcast for them. Yeah. If you've got a, um, like, let's say an enterprise rep who's been doing it 20 years and they're, um, and they're, you know, they've been, they've written books and they're all sorts of stuff. Yes, they might like this podcast because they're probably into sales and they just like hearing sales. They probably won't pick up as much from it frankly, because they'll know a lot of it, but they'll pick up mm. some, but that's just being honest. Your your lower mm. level reps will probably get shitloads out of this. 
your your super experienced, really well learned reps who have done it a long time will probably enjoy it because it's sales and they're nerds, mm. but they won't get as much uh, educational value out of it because you know that's just that's just what they do. So mm. you know if you if it's it's having that transparency. That's probably not a very good example, but um, mm. it's just being able to go look. This product is not for everyone. For the people that fits, it's it's great. From what you've yep. told me, Mr. Customer, about what you need, I actually think you'd be better off doing this. I literally had this conversation yesterday with someone mm-hmm. where it was a, I don't want to use their name. So it was basically a client that I had in another business. And they came through to, to where I work now at Impressive. They didn't realize I work here. And they're like, oh, Russ, this is amazing. This is so great. We're really keen to work with you. Like if, if I wanted the sale, it was right there to close. <laughs> then they started to tell me what they needed. Okay, so we need ads up online really quickly. We need to be able to have access to someone like really like, like we want ads up online this week. We want access. We've got ad spend to use. We want access to a rep, um, you know, kind of daily. We want all these things. And I'm like going in my head, man, we could do an amazing job of this, but we can't get the ads live that quick. We've got a three to a two to three week turnaround. We can't give you daily access to a rep because they've got a portfolio of other people they work with. Like mm-hmm. the more questions I asked, the more I realized that as much as they want to give me their money, like mm. this is not going to be a good fit. So I had to just take all that information, process it in my head and then go, look, um, I'm going to use a fake name here. Joanne, this, I, I know exactly what you want. And I, I really, really want to help you. And I hope you, this doesn't seem rude that I'm going to point you in another direction. But what you need just to confirm this is ads up online soon. Yes, you need daily this. Yes, you need this. You need this. Cool. We, we can't do any of those things right now. Yeah. But I recommend you go to this person, he's another agency, he's a smaller operation. He's taking on clients. He's actually really, really good at what he does. He's worked for bigger agencies before. I know him really well. I'll intro you to him so that um, he knows to look after you and he will look after you. And I want you to use me as like a fact check if you need. If he says, oh, we need, we should do something this way and you're not sure, just go, hey, Russ, and I'm happy to help. Hmm. Yeah. So she was super thankful for that. That's super transparent. At some point, we might work together. If not, I know she's going to refer other people to me because, you know, she knows that I'll only take on the work if, if it's something that we, I genuinely think we can help with. Mm. So that's transparency, like, and that's using that 4.2 to 4.5, mm. implementing it into your sales process in a way that makes you seem more trustworthy. Because uh, just harken back to another book I, had, I read earlier this year, um, uh, Eat Their Lunch, yep. where he says there's, like, the ultimate aim is to become a trusted advisor, Right. Yep. Because that, that's the aim. If you're not, you don't want to just get the transaction, get it done, then you know you're done. Like you want to be the person they keep coming back to. Absolutely. And yeah. they, they change companies. They go to you. They tell people you have to speak to this guy. So you need to be a trusted advisor. Mm-hmm. So basically, to be a trusted advisor, you need two things. And the like biggest hint is the words are in the name. You need trust and you need advice. Yep. The way you can get trust is to be impartial, be genuinely helpful. Mm-hmm. The way you can give advice is to be an expert and to use that expertise to give genuinely impartial advice. So it kind of feeds itself. Trust advice, trust advice, become a trusted advisor. Yeah. You do that, you do that over and over again and people keep coming back to you. That's how you build a long-term sales career. By having yep. someone who, like this person yesterday who worked with me six years ago, um, found out she was work, potentially going to work with me again and really, really wanting to you know, pick up mm. that relationship didn't mm. work this time around, but I know she'll be back or I know that, you know, I know it's going to, uh, it's, it's just good karma as well. Yeah. Because now she's completely aware of what you can provide. So if that ever 
you know, becomes something they're looking for, they know who to go to. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, that's and good. I know, and, I know, hmm. and I get referrals all the time from people say, hey, Joanne said that you, um, you were hmm. gone or Joanne said that you could help with this. Like, and I get hmm. email intros and stuff because if you, if you can keep being impartial and trustworthy and using – because it like – well, you know, we, we've joked in the past about the superpower you have, like when you, when you get good at something. And you can use it for good or, or for evil. <laughs> yeah. You know, you use it for good and it can feed your family for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So if you didn't use the transparency method or what you learned in that book in your role and in that transaction you had with Joanne, um, yep. you might have been like, oh, I really want this sale. So I'll just, yeah, I'll just, you know, tell her I can do this and tell her I can do that. And then she'll figure it out later. She would have been not happy with the service in the end and disillusioned with you. And then, yeah, that would have made things way worse. And think about it, like, I, I don't know when this podcast is going live, but that was mm. yesterday was the last day of the month. Of all the days when someone says, I want to give you my money. <laughs> yes. a, salesperson, a salesperson's like, eh, thanks, but yeah, no thanks. Like, yeah. and that, I mean, that's another conversation around the way we motivate salespeople. And sometimes we motivate them to do things that, you know, if I'm, if I'm not at target and I need to get money over the line, like, I'm not going to do it, but it's, it's going to be harder, mm. you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, but you wouldn't have felt good with yourself because you would have completely overpromised, and then absolutely underdelivered. Yeah, you'd never, you'd never do it. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. live with yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're there not was that kind like, of guy. Nah, mm. nah. And I've I've had a sales manager who we both know, a sales mm. director, try to make me that kind of guy. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I never forget him saying, "Oh, what did you?" Oh, it's, it's actually the language not you, you just can't say it on on yeah. any podcast. <laughs> yeah. But he's basically just saying you, you don't have enough of a really bad word in you. And once oh no, and what he said was, hmm. we just need to we just need to rub out the nice guy or rub out the niceness. <laughs> oh my god, make you and, and make you harder. And I'm like, oh, but I kind of like sleeping. I kind of yeah. like looking at my kid, my kids, and saying, yep, daddy's a good man. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to turn to the dark side, man. It's no. not going to happen. Yeah. No, <laughs> no matter how much influence you have over someone like that. But yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> cool, cool, man. Well, this has been awesome. Um, so tell me again about the book, the title, and who wrote it. So it's called The Transparency Sale. Mm -hmm. It's by Todd Capone. I just highly recommend you should, um, anyone listening to this, just find him on LinkedIn, Todd Capone. Follow him. Connect with him. He's a super lovely guy. Tell him that you, that you heard Russ talking about him on his on a podcast on um steve on steve's podcast mm -hmm. but um yeah it's just, it's just great content great book really eye-opening makes you feel good about working in sales too like you can be a nice person mm. and still do really really well and sleep well and feel good about the profession that we work in awesome cool it's the top of my list i'm gonna go check it out as soon as we get off this call do it do it, awesome. Do it. awesome cool man well thanks for being back on the show we'll get you back on for another episode um have an awesome day Awesome. Thanks, Steve. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. There's some awesome book recommendations there by Russ McCumber. Stay tuned to this podcast because Russ will be back with more book recommendations about working in sales. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.